Hey there, good people. You are listening to Oh My Josh. So to wrap all of this up, um, so the the follow the day that we get the news that my my counterpart um, has abruptly quit and told no one nothing, I get a call from the young lady who hired me, um, and she tells me to go off to myself because she wants to discuss some things with me. And, of course, that was something that I I wanted to hear because, I mean, here I am in the office, technically alone in this group uh, of operations, and, you know, no no one's told me anything at this point. Um, So, I mean, we come back from the weekend and I found out that, you know, I'm the only person that's actually doing this now. So I I, I take the phone and and I go off into the storage area. Um, where I am told that the young lady who hired me knew that the young lady who quit was going to quit. They had been in conversation about how unhappy she was and how she didn't agree with a lot of things that were going on and all that. And I'm dumbfounded because at this point, the two of you have had a discussion about the the team a discussion that was going to affect the team and I wasn't involved in those conversations. Now, of course, I'm sure tr- they had a relationship way before I got there. Yes. Honestly, I'm sure that that that, that was possible. I mean, the, the, the young lady that hired me hired this same lady back twice. So I'm sure there was a relationship there. But even still, there should have been some kind of inclusion wherein they brought me in and said, hey, this is what's happening. This is how we're feeling. This is where we're going to go with this. I would have respected them more had that been done. Um, but to hear that this was happening in the background without my knowledge or without my inclusion, without any consideration, any consideration of me, I was really dumbfounded that this is these are the practices that this company is fulfilling. But I heard her out. I said, okay, you know, hey. Okay, that's, I'm sorry she felt that way. I'm sorry she she felt that she had to do what she needed to do in that manner. Um, I hope that she, you know, finds something where she feels that she's more successful. Great, wished her well. The young lady who left. And then the lady who hired me begins to tell me that there are things going on that she can't share with me, but things are not going well. And again, another red flag. Uh, there's so many red flags. I mean, it's, it's a whole sea of red flags at this point. And so I don't push the issue because at this point, I have already made up my mind because uh, to take a little bit of a tangent, um, the, the job that I left, um, I, I had made some connections there. Of course, I had been there for 10 years. Of course, so of course, connections were being made. And actually, as... Uh, as I was taking on this new position, that so I started this position in January, the, like the first or second week of January of this year. Like the third week of January, there was a position 
within the federal government that was coming open that uh, the people who I had connections with were wondering if I would be interested in, you know, applying for this position and, you know, potentially coming back and being a part of the federal government and not just a contractor. So I had contemplated it and I was like, you know, at the beginning, I was like, you know what? I'm not sure. I left uh, the federal government as a contractor because I wasn't in love with a lot of the practices that that contracting company was going through. And I was just coming into this new position, um, starting brand new, uh, better salary, better, actually had benefits. And so I wanted to give this new thing a try um, and to see where it goes. But about, like, I started to have, uh, you know, thoughts even early on, like maybe the second month, like, I'm not grasping this. So let me go ahead and reach back out to my connections at the federal government. So little did anyone else know that I was already planning my escape or planning a way to escape um, if the opportunity presented itself. So in March of this year, I interviewed for a federal government position uh, back within the same faction that I was, you know, a contractor as, just in case. Because again, at that point, I didn't know what was coming, um, but I was certainly glad that I had made those uh, decisions and took those chances because it, it it paid off in the long run. But let's circle back to where we are now. Uh, where it is May, and I'm having a conversation with the lady who hired me, and she's telling me that um, the young lady who left, she was aware that she was leaving and no one told me. And she's also telling me that there are things going on within the company that she's not allowed to let me know. But uh, things are... And these are her words, things are bad. And as a new employee in month five of my employment, it's not great to hear that um, things are going bad with the company that I just signed on to. Um, I don't know how that made sense in her mind that, you know, that would be a great thing to say. And and then she 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 already prefaced it by saying that she can't share things with me. So um, even if I were to push the the issue or ask questions about it, she wasn't at liberty to let me know. Um, I'm the operations manager. Um, at this point, I'm the only person on the operations team, technically. Why shouldn't I be privy to this information? But you know what? I didn't push it because she also told me that I was going to become a priority for her, right? Because Again, I'm the only one there now, and she hired me to do this job. But those priorities were going to take place the following week because the current week that we were in, she was not um, emotionally available to come into the office because of all the changes that were happening. And as we know, um, not too long ago, one of the other assistant managers had quit after 20 years with the company. Then the young lady who was working alongside me quit abruptly. And because she's had relationships with, both, relationships with both of these women, you know, professional relationships with both of these women for so long, she didn't feel as if she could come into the office physically because um, emotionally she wasn't ready for that. Um, and so me being the naive and considerate person that I am, I understood that um, because I was under the guise that, you know, 
I was going to be, become her priority when she came back. So, uh, and I and I understand that people need time. Again, these are people that she worked with for over 15 years. So I know that there was a relationship there between them and that it probably was, it probably was, you know, difficult emotionally for her to be in the office without these two individuals because there, there weren't many people left from the original team. Um, so those people were leaving and she was one of those people. So it, it made sense in my head in the moment because I was still thinking that, you know, um, she's going to come in. We're going to work together. We're going to get this team together. Um, the young lady who was supposed to be coming in on my team, we're going to, we're going to bring her in too, because now we need her more than anything, you know, to try to figure out, figure things out. So I got off the call. Um, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't the most encouraged, um, by the call, but I had, because of the promises that she made that were going to come, because I was going to be her priority for the week, um, <laughs> the, the following week, I ended the call, was like, okay, great. So I'm going to go through this week and figure things out on my own, see what I can do, um, to prep, to have questions for her when she comes in next week, you know, to, you know, fulfill <laughs> the promises that she made um, on that call. So the rest of that week, I'm doing what I can. I can't really reach out to anybody because the person that was doing my job before, as you know, quit. And apparently no one else knows what anyone else does in the company, which to me is still asinine. Um, everyone pretty much worked in silos uh, at this at this company. So I really couldn't reach out to anyone else in the company because only one person knows how to do these certain tasks. And that was weird to me because what happens if we're in the situation that we're in now that that one person uh, quits or uh, takes an extended vacation or, or has an accident, medical emergency, or God forbid, dies. And, you know, someone has to take on those tasks. And it's like, there's no written procedures. There's there's no uh, static training. So it's like, I don't know how the company survived as long as it has or how it's going to continue to grow when, you know, these are the precepts that they have in place. So that week, so that the, the call came. So we learned that this young lady left on Monday. That call came on Monday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm, you know, trying to grasp as much as I can. The few questions that I could have answered, I reached out to who I could, and they tried as best they could to answer them, but there was just way too much because they were bogged down with work with their different departments. And so... Everyone is just like going, 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 and nobody, nobody really knows where we're going or how we're going to get there. Um, so weird. Um, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, you know uh, that's what I'm doing. Thursday, again, I get another call from the young lady who hired me, and she says that it was on her action item list to check in with me that day, and I'm like. Okay, again, naive Josh. Like, okay, she's ready to get the ball rolling. Uh, she said I'm going to be, be a priority. She's going to start now so that we, when we go into the next week, we're going to, you know, be able to you know, hit the ball rolling. Or hit, hit, however that saying goes, something like that. Um, So I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm looking at this. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm not really sure how to do this. And I, and I see that this kind of 
uh, is, is the catalyst for a lot of things that are going on. So um, I think next week when we when we get together, we should focus on how this particular um, task kind of rolls into all the other tasks. Um, I, I, again, I'm being very high level. I don't want to get into specifics because, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, not naming any names, not saying any, you know, anything specific um, because I don't want to burn any bridges, but God knows that bridge is weak. <laughs> so she's like, okay, well, we'll focus on that when I get back next week and things like that and all that's going on. And um, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm excited. I'm like, okay, we're going to, this is going to start making sense now. Um, because the lady who hired me, again, she originally was the operations manager before she had the young lady who was supposed to be training me. And so she knows this. She knows how things are going. She's At this point, she's probably the only person that knows how this whole thing runs. So that was Thursday. Friday, during the day, um, so we had these, what we called, uh, like, kind of like a catch-up meeting um, every Friday at a certain time. So it was time for that meeting to happen. And we get an ominous email saying that that meeting has been canceled for an emergency meeting that we're having via uh, Zoom. It wasn't necessarily Zoom, but I'm going to say Zoom in this instance. So um, the young lady who was hired after me, who was supposed to be my assistant, but hadn't come over yet. (laughs) Again, crazy. Um, She and I kind of look at each other like, Okay, that's strange. That's weird that there's an emergency meeting now. So we get on this emergency meeting, and at first, it's the usual people who are on this meeting, who are on this call. Um, you know, just everybody's coming in and you know speaking because a lot of the a lot of not everyone that works with the company was worked in the office. We had people who worked out of state and other places, people who were at trade shows and things like that. So it was a, a Zoom type call and. So we're all kind of gathering. We're all kind of, there's like an undercurrent of uncertainty that everybody's kind of feeling, even on the call. And then the president of the company gets on. And then suddenly we see the faces of the owners of the company who live across the water. And that's when things, we, I kind of knew that things weren't going to go well in this meeting. Something was about to happen Um, because before they, before they came to visit, I had never seen these individuals and less than a month of their visit. We're seeing them again via zoom um, for an emergency meeting. And I kind of give the other young lady beside me eyes like, I think the company is going to shut down, Um, which would be a very awful thing for them to do um, without any prior warning. But this is, that's the feeling that I had, that she had, that other people in the office had. We were kind of texting back and forth about it. Um, And so we get in this meeting and we're told that the young lady who hired me has decided to depart from the company. She has 
left the company. She too has quit. The same lady who hired me. The same lady who told me that she is taking a chance on me. The same lady who four days prior told me that I was going to be her priority. The same lady who the day before told me that it was on her action item list to check in on me. The same lady who promised me that we were going to discuss some of the questions that I had the following week. We're being told that this lady has quit. So here I am once again in the same boat wherein the people that I'm supposed to be dependent upon who are supposed to be on the same team with me have left without any consideration of my feelings, my insecurities in this position because I'm brand new. Um, They have gone on and just walked away. Just completely walked away. And again, I sat there dumbfounded that this is how these individuals feel as if things should be done. Now, I understand if, you know, there are reasons that you feel that this isn't for you anymore. I get that. I respect that. That is your decision to make. However, if you've been with this company for an extended amount of time, years, I mean years, upwards of 10 or more, you do not care enough about that company to ensure that it succeeds after you leave, right? And of course, this this isn't an obligation. This is just something, uh, a consideration for other people. Um, which I would feel that if you've been there that long that you care enough about the company itself, that you can at least give some pointers or let somebody else, let the people on your team know that you're leaving. Or even give a prior two-week notice, you know? Which, again, is not law. That's something that people, I looked it up, it's not really a law in North Carolina that you have to give two weeks notice. But being a person of integrity... I would think that you would at least consider doing that. That didn't happen. So here I am sitting at my desk, listening to this conversation about how I have been completely abandoned by everyone that was supposed to be supporting me. And so we get off the call and I'm approached by a lot of people in the office, and they're like, we're so sorry this is happening. We, we didn't know this was going to happen. How do you feel? I'm like, I've been abandoned, and I'm not okay with that. Because it was the truth. It was the honest truth. Um. So, uh, God, I, I wanted this to be the last part, but this is going to be a long episode. So if you're still listening, I'm going to get through the end of this, hopefully. Um. So uh, that day, I, I I fulfilled obligations that, you know, I had to fulfill for that day. But I left early and I came home and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Because if no one feels as if I'm 
valuable enough to be considered in the decision that they make, why should I continue here? And I said that with the knowledge that I had gotten the federal government job. So it's really... uh, it's really great to know that you can have those feelings and they, they be, well, of course they're already merited because I was abandoned, but then there's, there's a, there's a buoy underneath you so that when you do jump off this ship, uh, that you won't necessarily drown because you, you have this life jacket that you have acquired behind the scenes because I, I'm, I'm someone who, you know, you're not, you're not going to catch me slipping too quick. Um, because I'm going to have some kind of plan. Um, I, I'm very, very anal retentive <laughs> that way. I, I, I make a list of things that I'm going to do. I'm going to be the time frame. I'm going to be there when I go on vacation. I'm, I'm just that person. Um, so yeah, I, I, I knew that, uh, Cinco de Mayo, I'll never forget it. So when he got me some Mexican food, um, and you know, ate my feelings because I was, and my feelings about everything that was going on. Um, but I knew then that uh, this this wasn't this wasn't it. So to to kind of wrap all this up, uh, because three episodes it's 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 long enough, it's too much. Um I'm pretty sure you're bored with this story. Um so um I I went back and uh, later on I let them know that, you know, um I'm no longer going to be here either, but I'm not going to abandon the team, um, because uh, ironically, or you know, in in their favor, they actually brought the young lady over to my team because literally I was by myself. But I was not going to abandon her the way that I was abandoned because one, my integrity is on the line, and two, me simply as a person, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put someone in the same position that I'm in uh, because I'm bitter. That's not who I am. Um, so I gave them uh, actually I gave them a three week notice. Uh, probably almost four weeks and to let them know that, um, you know, this I'm leaving. Um, there's, there, there's just, I'm not happy here. Uh, I'm not happy with how things transpired. Um, but I'm going to give this new person everything that I have, which wasn't much, but I was going to equip her with everything that I had to at least put her in a position where she could potentially succeed. Um, because that wasn't given to me. It wasn't given to me, but I wanted to give that to her. So um, there's, there's a scripture in the Bible. Uh, what I silver and gold have I number? What I have I will give unto you. So what I had, I was going to give her as best I could. Um, and then as we went through, um, we we found out there was a lot I didn't know, um, and she she realized how um, how taxing this position was and how many things. This one person at this point was responsible for, um, and they brought in HR. They brought in it because they didn't have HR before, which that's another conversation I'm not going to get into. But they brought in an HR representative, and she sat down with me, and we, I listed everything that I had been told that I was responsible for, and it took up one fourth of the conference room table alone. Um. So, yeah, yeah. And so of that one-fourth of the conference room table that I was technically responsible for, I probably knew one-fourth of those responsibilities. I had been introduced to them all at some point. Um, but again, 
I hadn't had firsthand experience or enough experience or enough training in all of those areas to know this is how this is done. This is how this is done. This is how this is done. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I was, I was getting by on the seat of my pants, literally. And so, but what I, again, what I did, the, the one fourth of that one fourth, I did give to this new young lady. I was like, this is, this is what I got. I'm going to stick with you for these three weeks and I'm going to give you everything that I have. And hopefully that someone will be here to help you build upon that. Um, so I decided to leave, uh, in June, which is my birthday month, which is the timing is again, as if you know me, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in, of the Christian faith and God has a way. So I actually started my new job as a federal government employee on my 35th birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I, I took a week in between and went to the mountains for my birthday. Um, and then I came back with well, the weekend before my birthday and I came back and I started my new job. Um, but I, and I, but I, I still keep in t- contact with some of the individuals there because again, I know what they're going through. Uh, so I, we, some of us, uncovered some things some of those bad things that that the young lady who hired me told about we uncovered some of that because there was there were some correspondences that came to me that uh made me privy to a lot of information um but yeah so i check in with them um to see how everything's going sometimes because i care about them as as people and i know how stressful that job can be um, and they're, from what I hear, they're doing well. Um, they're, they're getting, they're getting by. Um, I think it's become more, much more of a, a team atmosphere because everyone's learning together, literally. And yeah, such is the experience of working as an operations manager. Um, it was a very, very interesting experience. It's one that I'm, in retrospect, I'm glad that I had because it, it showed me um, how how not to do business, how not to not take into consideration the feelings of others, how not to be a manager. Um, yeah, so I I definitely take the good parts of it that I can from that experience. Um, I actually went back to visit not so long ago and, um, the president actually asked me, well, before I left, he did ask, was there anything that he could do to keep me on? Because he was aware of the, he was aware of what was going on, but he wasn't really involved. Um, so he apologized and I, I'm very appreciative of that. He apologized for the way things went down. He asked, was there anything that he could do to make me stay? And I was like, mm, no, at this point, no. Um, because this is a very toxic atmosphere. Um, I wish you all well. Um, but, uh, I, I don't feel as if I should, I need to be a part of this anymore. Um, and so we parted ways amicably. Um, and I, and I thoroughly believe that if and or when <laughs> I would need to go back, they would welcome me back. Um, but that's. For me, it's not in the foreseeable future, but we never know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, that's what I was up to for the first 
four or five months of this year trying to figure all that out. And that's why there was a, a lengthy pause or hiatus with the podcast. But we're back now. So welcome back to Oh My Josh. <laughs> 